What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey. And uh, for more information on this episode and uh, all the other episodes that we have with the Championship Leadership Podcast, over 200 now, uh, as well as information on what I have going on in my life, go to my website, natebailey.org to check that out. Today's guest, a great guest out of New Jersey. He's got an incredible story. Uh, Many, many know of it and uh, have heard of it. He had a life-changing injury, spinal cord injury in, uh, that was nationally televised as he was a football player for Rutgers. Our guest today, Eric Legrand. You can find more info about Eric Legrand at ericlegrand52.com. Uh, he's up to some great things. He's an inspiration in his recovery as he continues to recover and as he's on his journey to walk again one day. And I know that he will make that happen. Uh, Just an inspirational guy, doesn't quit, continues to move forward, um, is doing some great things, entrepreneur, business owner, speaker, and uh, just out to make a difference, to take a tragedy that he had in his life and to turn it into a triumph. So I uh, had an incredible conversation with him, and without any further ado, I will uh, introduce the amazing Eric Legrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. Uh, I'm excited. We got Eric Legrand here with us today from out of New Jersey. I know we uh, we tried to make this happen, but it was right around when COVID hit and just weren't exactly sure what was going on, and try- we were all trying to figure things out and uh, where we were going to go inside of our life and our businesses and and so we, uh, we talked and, and decided to come back uh, here in September of 2020. And so I appreciate you being here, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, if you could just, you know, for the listeners that don't know who you are and, and a little bit about your story and, and how you've gotten to where you are today and what you're up to today, uh, if you could put us in uh, to that and let us know what you're up to today as well. Yeah. Yes, um, you know, I'm a former Rutgers football player who was paralyzed about 10 years ago on October 16, 2010, running down the field to make a tackle versus the Army Black Knights. And uh, 
changed my life forever. I remember I went to put my head down thinking it wasn't going to be an tackle at all. If anybody's ever played football before, you know if you're going to tackle with your head, you see what you hit, you keep your head up. Thought it wasn't going to be an tackle. My teammate got down there about a half a second before I did. He tripped the guy up, the guy's body twirled in the air, crown of my head went right into the back of his shoulder blade, and it left me paralyzed on the ground. And from there, you know, I get rushed to the hospital. And the doctors told me that I would never walk again, never breathe a mile, never eat solid foods, and never live a normal life. And never since that day, I just always been using them as motivation to prove them wrong. Obviously, they saved my life, so I will always have respect for them and everything that they do. But you know, I've been able to overcome a lot of those things, and that's being able to eat solid foods, breathe on my own. You know, next is being able to walk again, and I know one day that will happen. Love it. That's so that's so awesome um, that you that you're on that path and that journey and able to do that. I do remember actually watching that game when that happened, and uh, and can't imagine you know going through that. But you know, championship leadership's the name of this this uh podcast and i always say you definitely have to lead yourself first before you can go out and lead others and i know you are making a big impact and do lead others um but but first i imagine it did it had to or did it you know you answered that, that i guess but did it have to start with you and 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 uh the mindset to to get on that journey how long did it take maybe just talk us a little bit uh, on the road it was to get where you are today you know it's my story since it was on national TV, people got to see it and everyone else in the stadium. It kind of took on its own story of its own. You know, people wanted mm-hmm. to know how that Rutgers football player was doing. How is he, you know, is he recovering? You know, I remember watching the play. Like, well, like, how's everything going? So from there, you know, I had all my friends, my family, teammates, and it's crazy at the time. Media is trying to pay money to hear that if they could get a little tidbit on my story. So... You know, right away, my mom, my family, they just blocked out everything. Like, it was focused on me getting better. And honestly, it's just to see their attitude of positivity from my family, my friends, my teammates, put me in that mindset, okay, the athlete mindset is, okay, E, you got to get better now. We got to grind. We got to work. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that they say, do, you know, you have tools coming out of you every which way. Whatever you have to do, stay focused on the task at hand. And that's just things that I've learned when I was playing the game of football and being just an athlete in general, staying focused on the, on the task at hand, overcoming adversity, dealing with the ups and downs in life and all the things that it throws at you and yeah. being able to continue to fight back. So what, what is it that you're up to today? Like, what, what are you doing? I know you, yeah, do, you, you do a fair amount of speaking, which obviously I think probably got impacted, you know, and we're, we're constantly in life. We're getting thrown curveballs and having to shift and adapt. And, and uh, so I guess this is a no different time. But, but yeah, let us know uh, some of the different things that you have going on and, and what you're up to today. Honestly, Nick, this COVID time, I've been trying to tell people I'm going to come out of this thing better on the other side. Yeah. You know, before this, I had my foundation team, McGrath and the Christopher Dana Reed Foundation. And I did my sports broadcasting with Rutgers Radio, ESPN, the Big Ten Network, and Sirius XM, which was cool. And then I had my speaking, as you just mentioned. Yep. And when COVID came, I can't <laughs> tell you how much money I lost out on speaking-wise. Yeah. yeah and how to stay fun, but it made me pivot. Mm-hmm. And I actually started to get into reading a lot of audio books and, uh, and trying to, you know, just re- listen to how, you know, other people have been able to be successful through business. And proud to say that it's brought me a long way. And I've you know, been able to partner up with a few companies. I'm actually starting my own coffee business as well. Are you really? 
Yeah, I am starting Hello? my own coffee business. I'm from a person who had his first cup of coffee last month. <laughs> really? I've never been a coffee drinker. Okay. I tried, I, I've had my family and my friends try this coffee. Like, e, you have to try this coffee. Like, I'm like, all right, well, if this is the coffee I'm going to try. And I tried it and I'm like, well, dang, that actually tastes pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, it's a leading, you know, I just, there's an opportunity that's presenting itself right now. And I'm going full throttle and starting it. So I'm very excited. Oh, that is exciting. What what uh what kind of coffee is it? What is it? What's the name gonna be? So so right now it's gonna be La Grand Coffee House. Okay. And as I'm planning to do it in my hometown. Um got a I got a good guy right here in New Jersey that, you know, is roasting the beans and my distributor and okay. plan on expanding through there and really gonna you're gonna see it in twenty twenty one. Watch Very out, cool. you're gonna see this thing really cool. So it. I'm excited for it. How how old are you? I just turned thirty two weeks ago. Okay, I was gonna say I didn't have my first cup of coffee until I was like twenty nine. So I was kind of the same. Twenty nine. <laughs> now I drink. I drink coffee uh, every day. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna have one, once I get started, I'm gonna have to get you some of this coffee. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I need that every morning, or every afternoon, yeah. whatever it is. And yeah. Drink it. Awesome. That's good. That's great. Um, so, are we gonna get some football this year or what? Well, it looks like the Big Ten just uh. Big- I'll prove that uh, they're, they're going to be playing against them at the end of October. So, yeah. you know, now we're going to start seeing you seen some of the schools that have done it already with um, yeah. the Big 12 and stuff. So we're going to have to see how to navigate through this whole COVID yeah. mess because a yeah, lot yeah. of these players, you got to watch out, you yeah. know, because you don't know the secondary complications that come. With right, but, right. But yeah, I'm excited to hear that yeah. the Big Ten is going to be playing again and looking forward to seeing my Scarlet Knights back out there. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was thinking. I'm a, I'm a big fan, a Big Ten fan. I'm a, I'm a Badger fan. I grew up in Wisconsin. But, uh, oh, man. <laughs> you got those big hog mollies out there. Yeah, that's right. Offensive <laughs> line, a new joke out yeah, there. Yeah, I know it, man. And you guys love to come steal our Jersey boys as running backs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. Dane and uh, a lot of them, right? right? Yeah, Dane, uh, Clement. Yep. Now you just got uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yep. yep. Um, and now you just got a guy Some good from that stole dad. Just from St. Peter's Prep last year. He'll be a freshman there this year. Believe okay. Me. Believe me, it hurts my soul. I know. <laughs> I believe it. Our jerseys bring our jersey toughness out the Wisconsin. Yeah. They fit right in. That's for sure. So, um, mm-hmm. well, uh, you talk to me a little bit about who, who's some of the championship leaders that have impacted your life. Um, I'm sure there's many. But in like, what is it about them that like, what are some of the characteristics that really stand out in their leadership and how they've shown up for you that really uh, stands out to you? I'm going to give you four people. One being my Papa Warner football coach, yeah, Jack Nevins. I remember being that knucklehead middle school kid where I thought that if you, I was a running back, just give me the ball and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't want to do anything, just give me. And I remember one game he told me, if you don't block Eric, you won't touch the ball the rest, <laughs> of, the rest of this half. And I remember I, bet I went to block and I whiffed on the block and he literally made, that was it. I didn't touch the ball. He pushed me, pushed me, pushed me. But at the end of the day, he was always there to pick me up and say, hey, you know, he always explained why he did this and why he uh-huh. did not. I respected that. Number two is Greg Shiano. He's my yeah. former Rutgers football coach and he's back there now. And everything that he's taught me from turning me to an 18 year old boy when I got hurt when I was 20, 20 years old into a man and just lead the leadership that he showed me still to this day. I take so much from him. Mm-hmm. The things that, the, when I talk about my motivational speeches, 
comes from him. My discipline, my mental toughness, being able to overcome adversity, things that we went through at Rutgers. Yeah. I mean, it's, I hate, you know, trying to compare it to the military, but I feel like it was one step <laughs> down from the military. Yeah. The, the stuff that we went through there, it's just, <laughs> it sets you up for life. Number three, it was a new guy that I actually just read his audio book, and that's David Goggins. Oh, man. Yeah, he's different breed. Just different. yeah, he is. He's like there's different, there's different, different. And then there's David Goggins. And then there's Goggins. <laughs> and that, like he is just in his own category, his own person. But after reading his audio book, I was just like, wow. When I listened to his audio book, like this guy. His audio book was so good. Yeah, it's something special. It's just special to hear his story, where he came from, to where he is today. Where yeah. he does just no excuses then. The last person is my mom. Yeah. Raising them. My sister and I as a single parent. You know, my dad always said he was there for me. He lived in a town over for me. He was at all my games and whenever I needed him, he was there for me. So I do get, I, you know, I don't bash him. Mm-hmm. My dad at all. Mm-hmm. But my mom raised me. Yeah. My mom turned me into the, into the man that I am today. Yeah. Staying on top of me. Yeah. Nagging on me no matter what. When I was. When if I wanted to stray away from not doing my homework or not going to practice, teaching me and then making sure she instilled great qualities into me to become the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. Those are the four people that I really look up to as my leadership yeah. and mentors. Appreciate that. Thank you for sharing those. Um, what's I know you got a lot of things going on. Like you said, it looks like there might be some football again here soon, and um, get the coffee. How it's going? Get speaking. Hopefully, hopefully. I do some speaking too, so yeah. Hopefully, that starts to pick up a little bit here soon. But what's what's the what's a vision for you? I think great championship leaders have a vision, an incredible vision, and also mm-hmm. the courage to take action on that. What what is it for you? Like, what's the impact, the vision that you have uh, that you want to make? Maybe even just kind of short term in the next five years or so. Well, there's a few things depending on the topic that I'm talking about. Whether if it's going to be my new endeavor with the coffee shop. Or is mm-hmm. it going to be my philanthropic, philanthropical side? Okay. I've been in my foundation team, running the Chris Bader Interview Foundation, which I mentioned earlier. We've uh, we created that back in the fall of 2013, and we continue to find ways to keep on raising money to find a cure for paralysis. We're closing in on two million dollars raised for spinal cord injury research, and in the next five years, I want to make sure we're at you know five million dollars. Continue to push the cause and control what I can control because it's. 5.6 million people in this world are dealing with some sort of paralysis. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, me, with my story, I'm, I'm the face of paralysis. Mm-hmm. I'm here to give them hope, belief, that one day that they'll be able to live a back to being able, an able-bodied life. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that day is going to come, but best believe I'm going to keep on pushing forward towards that and, get, yeah. and just trying to raise awareness by different events like I have. I have yeah. my 5K walk, run, roll event. I have a flag football tournament. I also stepped out of my comfort zone at zoo, two Zumba events. Oh, Zoom really? Exactly. Two Zumba <laughs> events, kickbox, kickboxing event, a cornhole event, because That's I awesome. just want to keep on sharing, sharing the awareness that yeah. this injury doesn't discriminate. It can happen to yeah. anybody at any, any given time if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's awesome. So you're partnered with the Christopher Reeves Foundation, is that right? Yes, yeah, so I was partnered with them. They were there from day one. They reached okay. out. To educate my mom. It's, it's a funny story. You got to hear this. Yeah. The foundation reached out right from the very beginning about helping out and being a part, you know, being a part of my journey and whatever we needed. So, you know, as time went along, so many people like 
Eric, how can we help you? What can we do? Like, what, like, what can we do to help your journey? So I, I talked to my mom and I said, you know, I always thought, you know, former foundation. What's up with that Christopher and Dana Reed Foundation, mom? Who's like, who are they? And my mom looks at me and goes, you don't know who Christopher Reeve is? Superman. And I started start looking around like, <laughs> I'm like, am I supposed to know? <laughs> he goes, are you kidding me? The original <laughs> Superman in the 70s? And I said, mom. You know, I was born in 1990, right? I was going to say, yeah. I'm sorry. And then I did my research on him. And I said, oh, I probably <laughs> should know who this is. Yeah, yeah. That's funny because I just, uh, just probably in the last few months, I have three kids, 12, 10, and eight. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to watch the original Superman. And they're like, no, what? This is old. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But they got into it after a while. They're like, oh, this is awesome that they wanted to watch the second one. And I'm like, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I had no idea back when I went back to 2012. Yeah. Who Christopher Reeve was until I did my research and I was like, yep. I yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good story. I love it. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. I always like to ask this question. What's the critical moment for you? I mean, obviously there's a major critical moment for you with the injury, but, um, and you know, share whatever comes to mind for you, but the, I call it like that fork in the road where had you made a different decision than you did obviously you made the one you did which has you where you are today but had you decided to make a different decision in that moment your life would look very differently i think it's powerful for for many of those that are probably in that moment right now to hear stories from others and how they decided and chosen those moments to move forward is there a moment that you could share with us i mean i could def- i probably have a million of them if it's <laughs> sports yeah. broadcasting moment or Okay. Speaking moments or, yeah, sports broadcasting, I can tell you, you know, everything was really going well with that. Like, I was work, doing stuff with uh, ESPN Weekly, which I still do, thank God. I started doing more stuff on the Big Ten than I was also doing us uh, my record stuff. But then SiriusXM gave me a spot on Sunday, okay. every, every Sunday for three hours with the, with the host, Chris Childers, out in the Tennessee. And it's like, I have my own radio show. Like, I'm on here, and we get to break down college football weekly. And I never, yeah. never, I really always focused on brothers. So now I had to, you know, start doing my, you know, my research and making sure I was watching all the games on Saturdays. Yeah. So I knew on Sunday mornings when people listen on SiriusXM for college football, they're hearing my voice, and I make sure I had to do my stuff. And I did it, I enjoyed it. I think I did a fantastic job. But the next year, I wasn't invited back. And then I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, two, I did it for two years. The okay. third year, I wasn't invited back. And I was wondering, like, what happened? Like, how come I wasn't? But come to find out, the guy who took my job was Lou Holtz. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> so they had Lou Holtz come and I'm like, I'm guessing, I don't know if I want to take this about I guess I didn't do anything wrong, but yeah. Lou Holtz was looking for a spot. And I guess I just got pushed out the door yeah, that yeah. way. So I was just like, what can I do? But that was a moment where you're like, you know what? Everything was going, going my way. I had two years and I went to my third year and all of a sudden, you know, you don't hear back from your, while you're on the show and then you come to find out who got, who's on that hour now. Yeah. It's Lou Holtz. Okay. So yeah, well, what did you do there? How did you respond to that? Yeah, you know, I, I, I just, I didn't take it too personally. Mm-hmm. You said, you know what? It maybe was not meant to be. Yeah, I learned yeah. from that experience. I gave him my all. You know, I, I made sure I was still watching my games on Saturday, educating myself. You know, I took that as a learning experience. 
And then I moved on to it and I said, you know what? I'm going to get better at doing my Rutgers games. Yeah. I'm going to do more research on that other team. Yeah. When I get my shot on ESPN, when I get that, that segment every, every Saturday night when I'm going to ESPN, I'm going to blow up that same big shot. Yeah. You know, I'm coming with knowledge and with gems and I'm entertaining, making, making people I'm working with laugh and joke around. And yeah. it, after a while, I kind of like, didn't even think about that Sunday show anymore because I was just enjoying what I was doing more because I was putting so much more effort into those mm. other areas instead yeah. of, cause I, at first, you know, I would, I would do that segment every Saturday night, say what I have to say, but I was more focused on that Sunday show. Yeah. So now my effort became more focused yeah. on something okay. else. Use it as a great learning experience. And uh, next time, sorry, Lou, you're going to have to stay home next time. I, 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 <laughs> I, dad, I got kicked up the door by Lou Holtz. All right, <laughs> well, uh, that's, you know, if you're going to get kicked out by anybody, mm-hmm. you know, Lou Holtz is probably a pretty good one to, yeah. Well, I appreciate you being here. What, what's, what would be one or two things that like, if we start to wrap this up to, for the listeners, if they were to implement today, it would help move their life forward today. What would, what would that be? The definition I live my life by, and that's the definition of success. And that's the peace of mind you get knowing you did everything you could to be the best you can be. I'll say it one more time. It's the peace of mind you get knowing you did everything you could mm. to be the best you can be. We used yeah. to say that every single day at Rutgers before meetings and practice. And after a while, it just sticks with you. And when your coach is drilling it in you, you're out there practicing, you're dying. Be the best you can be. Be the best you can be. It kind of just, you know what? All right, I'm just, I got to go. I got to keep on pushing. And then trained behavior becomes instinct. Yeah. It just becomes natural that when you start to do something, you go 100%, 100%. When you look yourself in the mirror at night, you're the only one who can tell yourself, you know what? I laid it all out there on the table, whether if that's in a business meeting, a project that you're working on, with your kids, helping your kids, or whatever you need to do with your kids, your family. If you know you gave it your own, you should be able to put your head down on that pillow at night after looking yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I gave it my all and sleep at ease. And if not, God willing, you wake up the next morning, you look yourself back in the mirror yeah. that morning and say, you know what? I'm going to attack this day being the best that I could possibly be. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Um, what are a few ways we can follow what you got going on and uh, all the things that you got going on, website yeah. or social media that we can follow you on? Yeah, follow me at Eric Legrand 52 That's E-R-I-C-L-E-G-R-A-N-D-5-2 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's just Eric Legrand. And if you want to follow the cop coffee shop, we'll get launching in the 2021. But that's right. It's the Grand Coffee House and follow us. Get journey. some of that coffee. <laughs> oh, it's special. I'm telling you. I can't it's wait. Special. Well, I appreciate you being here, uh, Eric. Thank you so much. Really do. It's been a it's been a pleasure to have you and uh, to connect and, and get to know you a little bit better. So thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say. Nature going home. I miss my life, miss my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. 
But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm a leader. Leadership Podcast.